0: This is my monthly trip to Discord. It's it's not that I dislike Discord. The app is okay. I'm a bit too old for it, I think. But I, there's so much activity in there. I, I just, I can't. Some people say this, but you, like, you know you don't have to look at it all. Well, that, that's why I never look. I never open it because it's too much. It's too much. I, I, I Then the FOMO kicks in. I want to read all these things. And there's a thousand channels. Yeah. I hear people talking about this. Yeah, I'm not trying to say you're doing anything wrong. It's a Casey problem, not a Mike problem. But You're not alone in it.
1: Some people want there to be more, some people want there to be less. It's just like...
0: I think the thing that, that drives me nuts is I can't, or maybe I don't know how, I can't like forever mute channels or something. Yeah, I you can. At least last I, oh, you can now? Very easy to do uh, that, yeah. That didn't used to be the case, I don't you think. Just, when
1: this... You just, you right click on the channel and you mute channel and it says, until oh, I turn back on. Just been a that. thing forever, but you know. Oh, then I'm a dummy. Fair enough. It's not like, what I would say is like, that idea, mute channel, doesn't necessarily tell you, right? Like, that could be, am I not getting notifications? No, it, like, right. hides it, mm-hmm. like, completely hides it. Like, it grays it out. Like, you have to go to the, like, yeah. And then, as Tony says, you can ch- then, in a, another setting, completely hide muted channels. Ooh. So, if you mute a bunch of channels, they're still in the channel mm-hmm. list. Sure, sure. You can, yeah.
0: Yeah, see that? I got to I gotta get, get on this and, and look a little more at this. I don't know. I I think it's not again, it's not that Discord is wrong. It's not that Relay's Discord particularly is wrong. On it's just great. that it's it's just that I feel overwhelmed every time I look at it. I and mean, it sounds like I do have the tools in order to fix this. I just didn't realize it.
1: You know the meme, like is it is it I that is wrong or is it the kids that are wrong? <laughs> it's like you're like <laughs> Is it the Discord that is wrong? No, it's not I, it don't I think that, is. that is wrong. It's, it is
0: I that is wrong.
1: Yeah, is I this the show. Are we are we in the show? Who Knows, man, it depends where Jim decides <laughs> right. to start. Jim's, Jim's got all the power
0: in this, so it will be a surprise you. for us. Uh huh. <laughs> oh, we you have been busy, I've been mm. less busy, but busy. It's been your country has been extraordinarily busy. Um, there's all sorts of things going on. I don't even know where to begin.
1: I haven't checked the news today, so maybe we have another prime minister. <laughs> I mean, I don't even really know what to say. Like, we'll get to why, but I'm coming into this episode inc- incredibly tired right now. Like, I'm so tired right now. Um,
0: I mean, d- d- do I even need you for this one? I can just carry it.
1: Yeah, go for it. Tell me what you uh, think just, about t- our new prime minister. <laughs> yeah,
0: I was going to say, I'll tell you all about British politics. I think, I think Joe Biden <laughs>
1: called him Richard Sonic or something like that. Like, oh god, that's not surprising. Such a bad job of, of <sighs> saying his names. Good work. Um, Mr. Biden, or just James Brondon, President James Brondon, we'll call him. Mm-hmm. Yep. Something like that. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't even really know what to say. We had a, you know, Boris Johnson resigned. We had a long drawn out leadership contest between the, in the conservative party for them to decide who becomes party leader, who therefore becomes prime minister. Right the way the system works here in case you do not know we vote for our local elected representative we have a member of parliament you know each part of the country we'll say borough or district or whatever has their own mp and you vote for your mp your mp is affiliated to a party the more the most uh, affiliated MPs for a party means that that, com- that that party is now government this is a very simplified version of it so whichever uh parliament whichever political party gets the most member of parliament seats the mp seats for the country becomes the governing parliament like they become the governing party and then they have their leader become prime minister does that make sense
0: i think so It's 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 not that different from here until well, it you get is. everybody to the- votes for the president well, that, that's what I was going to say. Until you get to the prime minister part, and where you know, I I, I know this term. What is it? Labour and conservative. What's the, what are the two major Labor, parties? Conservative
1: Liberal Democrats. Are the main three?
0: Uh, Labour, comma conservatives, comma and then Liberal Democrats is another yep. one. I don't think I was familiar with that. Yep. Okay, Liberal Democrats. Um,
1: They're the third. They've been like the third most popular party for all of my life. They were actually they do formed a coalition government with the conservatives at one point, but everybody kind of forgets that the liberal Democrats were involved in that because everything they campaigned for, uh, was thrown out the window as soon as the coalition. Was cool. Began.
0: So anyway, yeah, but it, it's not that dissimilar from here until you get to the whole prime minister thing. Cause yeah, we, with some levels of indirection, we vote directly for the president asterisk asterisk, um, where, but it sounds like for you folks, it's that the party in power gets to just up and decide who the prime minister is. is am I understanding that right?
1: Yeah, but I don't like the way you phrase it. I mean, this is one of those things where there is the realistic system and then there is what people do. <laughs> like, there is the actual system yeah. and then there's also where people interpret it. Like, a lot of people vote for the party, right? And that mm-hmm. means... I think people tend to vote first for the party more than who the prime minister is going to be. But the prime minister, you know, or the leader of the party represents the party at most. But, you know, some people just vote blue or vote red because they've always voted blue or red. Mm -hmm. Um, It is worth noting that our blue and red is flipped from your blue and red. And it's like typical leanings. So the conservatives are blue, labor is
0: red. Right. That is definitely flipped.
1: Yeah. Uh, Because red is more of the color of, like, trade unions and workers, right? Like, socialism Mm -hmm. in general. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, what you're supposed to do is vote for your member of parliament. And then whoever gets the most, you know, seats wins. But people vote for various reasons, you know. Um, in my constituency we voted for our member of parliament for a long time it just so happens to line up with the party that we want but the, the person that we have in our borough has been there for a really long time and does a really good job like in our borough they they are like very uh well focused they've got a lot of programs that we like like we, we like the kind of the, the things that they brought into our borough but you know yes it's not that they choose the leader the leader is is already set Typically, right? It's the it's I whoever okay. like they don't. Do, it's not like oh, all right, that we won. Now, who do we want to be prime minister? Saying like, no, mm-hmm. it's it's mm-hmm. the leader of each party. So the Labour leader, the Conservative leader, they become prime minister. So in these leadership races that we've had, you're not like technically, you're not actually saying who's going to be prime minister. What you're saying is who's going to be the leader of the Conservative Party.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. I got gotcha. And
1: the way the first one was done is all Conservative Party members, which can be anybody, got to vote. Um, but the second one, they did it like as fast as possible, which is just like let's just get a majority of MPs. There are like different ways you can do this. I don't know why, don't ask me. So Liz Truss went and did like she won the long drawn out one and then just like flamed out in a blaze of
0: the opposite of glory. And <laughs> Well, then, and can we pull on that thread just for a quick moment? Because mm-hmm. my limited understanding is for reasons that I think I've been told, but I've already forgotten, there was discussion about raising taxes to some subset of the population and, oh, I'm sorry, excuse me, lowering taxes.
1: Lowering taxes for the high, for the highest earners, yeah.
0: And and then the entire country was like, the heck with that, we don't want it. Which is cool, right? Well, it's the exact opposite of what was needed at the time. Uh, yeah, but yeah. I mean, as an American, anyone voting against the lowering of taxes to anyone. Like it an, an, a, a typical dumb american doesn't care who's getting lower taxes. All we hear is lower taxes ching yes please. Like we're we're dummies in that in that sense. And so for the entirety of well maybe not literally of course no, but for the majority the is a better word for it yeah. the, of the population to say no 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 no. That's no good. I respect that. Genuinely. I'm not I'm not being snarky. Because well, it was the wrong time. Like what we yeah. needed was more um Financial support
1: for people in general, and we're talking people like all across the board because energy prices are so wild, right? Um, and also going into a recession while we're still trying to pay for the effects of COVID, the the government needs more money. So mm-hmm. lowering taxes is not going to do that.
0: Right? Oh, you're using logic, which yeah. is again something that we don't do well over here. Like yeah. everything you're saying, I agree with, and I applaud it. I, I hope I don't sound like a, the opposite because I genuinely do.
1: What happened was. This like mini budget they put out, it just did a bunch of things which didn't really make a ton of logical sense. And Mm -hmm. so the financial markets turned against it and then it lowered the pound and it just kept crashing and crashing and crashing until the point where like basically trust was just, she was told to resign probably. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. it was like, this is an untenable situation for you now. They brought Mm -hmm. in a new chancellor. The chancellor is the person who works out the budget of the country and like where the money's going to go the Chancellor of the Exchequer here, which is just like absolute boss of a job title.
0: That is a very fancy name.
1: The Chancellor of the Exchequer. You never really hear the of Exchequer part because it's just too much, but like we just call it the Chancellor. Mm -hmm. Um, And that person comes up with like, this is what the budget's going to be. And we brought somebody else in who seemed to have had a better sense of what that... So basically, Trust fired her Chancellor as a way to try and shield her from the bad budget. But it didn't work out because the week before or whatever she was saying that she and the chancellor worked together closely on this plan. (laughs) So then everybody started turning to her and being like, well, what about you then? And (laughs) led to some of the best slash worst press conferences I've ever seen. There was one where like, she answered three questions. Each question was some variation of, will you apologize to the country? And then she just walked off.
0: <laughs> it was cool. incredible.
1: And that kind of, that sealed it for her. Like, there were then mm-hmm. a lot of people that, like, you know, on the, the BBC and other outlets were reporting, like, they were talking to other conservative members or whatever. And, uh, were basically, everyone was saying, oh, that's the end. Like, that's it. Like, she sealed her fate now because she just, she just looked like an idiot, really. Like, and... Didn't answer the question and then just walked off. And mm-hmm. and when she started walking off, the journalists were like, "What?" <laughs> like you can kind of <laughs> hear them, like, "Where's she going?" And so that kind of sealed her fate. It's just a matter of time, really. Because what I would say for the British people, general in general, is like we actually can really affect our politics in this way. Oh, that was just be neat. just like the entire country was just so mad that she had to go. Like, this is what happened with mm-hmm. Boris, too, right? Like, people didn't like Boris enough and blah, blah, blah. But then he ended up doing the thing where he... Somebody got appointed to the conservatives who had previously been uh, kind of found guilty, I think, of sexual misconduct. And Boris said he didn't know, but he actually did know. It was proved oh, that he do knew. It. And that mm-hmm. was like the straw that broke the camel's back, it mm-hmm. seemed, for some. Or And or what I think is... This is just the thing where a bunch of people thought that they could finally distance themselves from him because maybe they weren't involved in this, even though they we're involved in everything else that was bad, right? So, like, <laughs> this is when people like our current prime minister, Rishi Sunak, was like, oh, I can't be dealing with Boris anymore, even though he'd like had no problem with all the other stuff because he was implicated in all of that, like all of mm-hmm. the parties during COVID and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. A lot of these people couldn't then say, Oh, I don't agree with this when they were also doing it all. But this is one thing. This is my own personal theory anyway. It's just like the it was the time when they all realized that they could because people hated Boris at that point, right? Because of all that stuff. So anyway, they pushed away from him. Uh but this thing with Liz Truss, it was just like the markets plus just the general outrage in the country, like up and down, she had to go. And now we've got Rishi in. Um And there's some logic in it, I think. If you're going to look at who was available, I think it was why he just basically walked in. There was like it ended up being no opposition in the end. He was the previous chancellor, so if we're in a if we're in a recession, there is some Mm -hmm. logic to having somebody who who you would hope understands the economy as the prime minister Mm -hmm. to kind of guide you through that time. Who knows? Uh, I haven't really been paying attention to the news too much in the last few days. But it seems like, I don't know, some people are not as angry. There is this one, uh, we have this, uh, the, I think, I think she's the Home Secretary, name is Suela Braverman. And like, people don't like her, and I think for very good reasons. Like She she, she seems to be taking a, one of my beefs with her, I don't know why I'm t- doing this now, but here we go. She seems to be taking <laughs> like, cues from the Republicans. Like, a couple of days ago. By Republicans? Yes. She was oh, like, gosh. said something like the tofu eating woke karate. She said that in Parliament. Oh, and I, okay. I looked at her, I was like, we don't do this. Like, that's not what we are. Like, don't start. Like, mm-hmm. the conservatives don't really talk like that, at least not that I hear. Mm-hmm. It's very mm-hmm. much a, like, it feels to me very much like a Republican kind of way of mm-hmm. speaking. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like, to me, it was kind of, we don't need to sink to that level like, using these kinds of words, like, it's not necessary to get your point across. Like, we manage to, I think, conduct ourselves differently. And, of course, there's a lot of, like, double speak and, you know, like, I get that everyone gets their talking points. But those kinds of, like, insult-slinging, like, I just don't think it's very... I just don't think it's needed. But she's embroiled in a scandal anyway, which is, like, a whole thing I can't be bothered to get into. But... I would be surprised if she lasts to the end of the November. Honestly, because it's like a similar thing now. Like the media and people, I think quite rightly are very frustrated, and because of everything we've had to go through these last few months, people are getting like a you kind of like get something between your teeth and you just keep going at it, right? So I Mm -hmm. think like Mm -hmm. the media are really pushing on braver man because people are angry about it. So they're just going to keep pushing on it.
0: So who knows? It is very foreign in every sense of the word to me that you can have this amount of upheaval outside of established election times. I'm not saying that's necessarily bad. In yeah. fact, I could make a pretty good argument that it's good, but it's very unusual to have all of this activity In between, you know, we typically vote in like, you know, November of of Mm -hmm. every year or sometimes every other, every four, depending on what we're talking about. And it's so unusual to me that to have all of this upheaval and turnover and whatnot at what appears to be an off time. And I just find that wild.
1: I mean, it kind of goes together with the fact that our general elections are not actually set at a specific time. Uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think it should get a four-year... See, if a four or five-year window... I think it's a four-year... We have an election every four years, but they can be called at any point during that time. Like That's very weird. The governing party can call a general election. And so you could just have one. And sometimes <laughs> they'll do this, and the conservatives did this last... It, I think it was 2019 or 2020. I don't remember now. Maybe it was 20... Who could tell? But... You do it if you think you can strengthen your size of the majority.
0: Oh, yeah. I feel like you and I talked about this. Yeah. I don't remember if it was privately or publicly, but I feel like we had a conversation about this way back when.
1: So Emma's confirmed it's every five years, but we tend to have an election every four to five years. It was 2019. I appreciate that somebody in the Discord is helping me with this. Yeah. So in 2019, like the Conservatives had a pretty slim majority, uh, so they went, they called an election, and then strengthened that. This was when Boris took over, because Boris took over from Theresa May in a similar way. So, Theresa May won the election, but then she had to leave because she couldn't get the Brexit stuff done. So, Boris oh, won the, yeah, the yeah, contest yeah, yeah, yeah. the contest, and came in, then won an election mm-hmm, in mm-hmm.
0: 2019.
1: Uh <sighs>
0: Prime Minister of the United Kingdom Liz Truss in office 6 September to 25 October. Well, she is a
1: she is now going to be condemned to being an interesting piece of trivia. Yeah,
0: that's that's tough. And that
1: is not that's not a thing you want to be, right? You no. don't want to become the answer to a trivia question
0: in your life. Nope, you do not. It's like, you know, what's the the famous tweet? You don't want to be the main character on Twitter, you know, if you ha- if you are you've lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of a similar idea. Yeah. Yeah, that's wild. I, well, I mean, I'm sorry to hear that all this is going on. It sounds like knock on my relay block, cube of wood. It might be settling down, hopefully. But golly, it's been a it's been a rough few months over there in yep. in Britain, hasn't it? My word. Yeah. I want it. I want a general election, though. That's understandable. I mean, I feel like you guys, you you folks, could kind of use a reset, but. Uh, has has Charles warmed? Have you warmed Charles? Yeah, oh, I mean, this wasn't in the show notes, but yeah, have we warmed Charles? I or we... I can't help it. I have. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have. Warmed I warmed
1: I had no problem with him really. Anyway, but I watched this TV show. There's a like this. There's a TV show on BBC. It's called Repair Shop. Okay. Um, and they they just like someone brings in an item that's special to them, and there are these people and they like renovate that item, mm-hmm. right? And they did a special with Charles when he was it was shot uh, at the end of last year so mm-hmm. he was still uh, Prince like Prince of Wales then yep 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 yep. he came and he had this whole uh, thing that he need that he wanted to be taken care of and it was just it was it was adorable honestly I loved it I it was so good just so good he, he was just very funny in, in like uh, what felt like quite a sincere way uh, and he just seemed like a warm person like I like him. Do you know I met him when I was a kid? No, I'll tell you this. I do not believe I not mention so. this last time. I met him when I was like three years old. Um, how did that happen? There was a like. I don't know exactly how it happened, but it was at a like a farm that was where I grew up. There's like a small like inner city farm, um, which is mostly for like. Uh, educating children in the area of animals and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so we went with my primary school and we met Prince Charles and I asked and we all got to ask him one question. Oh okay. And I and I remember this. I asked him because I, I was big into toy cars at that point. I asked him, what's your favorite car? Oh, wow, big Casey energy there. Yep. Good for you. And he told me and I remember him telling me this he said to me, Lamborghini but really, I should say Aston Martin.
0: Oh, I was going to say. I, was I gonna, love that. Love it. I, I was assuming he was going to say Jaguar or excuse me, a Jaguar. Yeah. But no, I, I am surprised that he would confess Lamborghini. Good for him.
1: Big Aston guy. But yeah, he told me Lamborghini, but th- said that you should say Aston Martin. And I, I desperately hope that I get to meet him at some point in my adult life. And I will say to him, I met you when I was three years old and you told me <laughs> this. I, that would be that would be so cool i it's like a I actually set that as like a life goal now that like I get to meet King Charles and get to tell him this, so yeah. King Charles, if you're out there, send me an <laughs> look, look,
0: email, yeah, have your people call mike's people yeah it's it's so funny because what he, this was an inconsequential ten fifteen seconds of this man's life, and it is i, I mean pivotal, maybe overblowing mm-hmm. it, but it is certainly a very memorable moment of your life it
1: is a Core early memory for me, like right, I've exactly. never forgotten it. It was a very important thing in my life. And now, like I feel like now is you know, especially now, I'm like, oh man, I met the king. Like I met the king. He wasn't mm-hmm. the king
0: then, but I met him. Sure. Like, and I just think yeah. that's super cool. Yeah. No, it it it, it is funny, and I, I I've wondered in the past, and this is you know my tremendous ego showing up, but here we are. I've wondered in the past, not that it would be apples to apples, but have have you or I been one of those moments for anyone else like maybe not to the same level you oh know, no but like, way no way
1: i'm not, no, the, not to the
0: same level not not pivotal but but i don't know just like a very a memorable moment like oh mm-hmm. i remember the summer of 20 whatever when i met mike hurley and we hung out at a bar or something like that or i bought mike hurley a drink and it'd be nice if anybody thought that way about me but you never know it could be yeah. and my and brother I
1: asked him uh what his favorite food was he
0: said beans on toast now that is hugely British. That is incredibly British.
1: Which I, I think I think my brother had a terrible question, to be honest. That's nothing that's very <laughs> It's a very good question. I think my question is way better and he's three years older than me. It's mm-hmm. the best he could come up with. What's your favorite food? That's a terrible question.
0: Goodness.
1: Ay, ay, ay. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. With Squarespace, you'll be able to stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience and sell your products, services, the content we create, anything. If you want to have an online store, it is available to you. Squarespace has got you covered, but they're not just online stores. It's anything. No matter what type of site you want to build, Squarespace has all of the tools. I mean all of the tools for it. It's very easy to get started. You just choose one of their beautiful, award-winning, best-in-class website templates. You can then customize it to fit your needs. It's just as easy as browsing the category of site you want to make of, to find the perfect starting place or the type of business that you have. And everything's customizable. You can change the way it looks. You can uh, change the logos. You can change uh, the art, the fonts. It's all drag and drop. And you can select from... Uh, Dropdowns and it's very easy to build. It's all very visual. They do have the ability for you to go in and tinker with the code if you want to, but if you're like me and you just have an idea, you want to get out into the world and you don't want to spend weeks getting it set up, Squarespace is 100% the best place to start. They're powerful blogging tools so you can share your stories, your photos, videos, updates, you can categorize them. You can share them with social media easily, and you can schedule your posts to make your content work for you. And then you can use insights to grow your website, to grow your business. If you want to know where your site visitors, where your sales are coming from, maybe which channels are most effective for you, Squarespace has all of the tools to analyze this. Then when you have that data, you can improve your website and build marketing strategies based on your top keywords or most popular products and content. They really are the full package. Go to squarespace.com analog, and you can sign up for a free trial today with no credit card required. Then when you're ready to launch, use the offer code analog, and you will save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That is squarespace.com analog, and when you sign up, use the offer code analog to get 10% off your first purchase and show your support for the show. Our thanks to Squarespace for their support
0: of this show and all of Relay Hey Mike, why are you tired these days? I moved home yesterday. Hooray! Halloween is an odd choice for it, but I'll go with it. Yeah, uh, that's that's very exciting. Mm-hmm. Are, so you slept in the new digs yesterday. Mm-hmm. How was that?
1: I'm so tired. It was like you know, it wasn't a great night's sleep. Like it was a very busy day yesterday, and it's very busy today. I was up. We got started again at eight, like taking things out of boxes and stuff, and last night I just didn't sleep very well it was like raining real bad and the like the gutter was dripping onto the window sill so it was like tick, 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 and then <laughs> I never sleep well uh in my first night anywhere so I go to a hotel or whatever I never sleep well the first night and then I'm better later on I don't know why I just need to get used to it or whatever but I have a temporary fix for the drip um we're going we need to we we knew we needed to have someone come and look at the roof anyway there's a bunch of like little things to do, and we have a lot of furniture that we need, and it's going to take a long time to get it all into place. But you know, you may remember if you listen to the show, I was talking a lot about buying a house and then stopped talking. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason that I stopped talking is that it just became a really stressful process. Uh, we put an offer down on this property, so we had the intention of wanting to buy it in June, and it's taken <laughs> until now oh. to get it sorted out, and it has been. A really uh, stressful, tough process um, with paperwork and timelines. And I'm not going to get into all the nitty-gritty details. It's not important. Just suffice it to say that like, we didn't know we were moving until Friday evening. Good grief. But what we knew was if we wanted to sell our place, we had to leave on Monday. So on Friday, all of our stuff, our entire life was in boxes and in, in the morning and we didn't know that we were that we had a home until Friday in the evening
0: that's a little stressful
1: yeah so it's been a real whirlwind it's been very difficult emotionally and now you know like moving into a new home that you didn't make the decisions on it's we're like understanding what the house is we're like learning the home and like learning how we would want it to be different mm mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. We're just working through that kind of stuff right now. So it's been like a real strange like day. Uh, but felt much more positive today. And we're just like working through everything now. It is an actual house now. We had an apartment before. We we have a house now. Um, so we have two floors in our home. That's exciting. With a like partly converted loft. So we can go up into it, but it, we can't really use it. As a a room yet, but that's like something that we will hopefully do into in the future, so we can expand into this home. Um, We're still in South London. We're in a new uh, neighborhood. We moved to a different neighborhood, uh, which I'm really excited about. This place that we're living now, and we're learning the quirks of the home, right? Like there are just there are some things about it that are like interesting. There are going to be some different some new challenges that we're going to have to work through, but it's just these are the things that happen when you live somewhere. And we just need to get to grips with that. Like, with our apartment, we've realized the benefit that we had was we uh, we owned our apartment for like a month before we moved in and we Mm. did everything. Mm -hmm. Like, we decorated the whole place and, like, got everything done way in advance and arranged furniture and all that kind of stuff because it was very clear when we were going to be moving in. But with this place, we weren't able to do any of that. And so we've got all of our stuff in it and we're living in it, but it's not done. It's not even, we haven't even started, but we're already living in it. And so we're kind of getting to grips with that feeling of like, our life is in boxes. We don't have a sofa. We haven't ordered a sofa. We don't know when we're going to get a sofa, right? (laughs) Like all these little things Like we don't, we, we have a mattress, like a new mattress, a bigger mattress, but no bed frame. Right. So it's like little stuff like that. Like we have no blinds on the windows. So no curtains. So we're putting uh cardboard boxes up against the window <laughs> so we can sleep at night. Like, yeah, these are like just this weird we're just into this like weird stuff right now. And mm-hmm. neither of us have experienced and it went so well really the last time that we're it's like an expectations meet reality thing but let me tell you i'm just really tired today and i'm emotionally frazzled i need to state <laughs> like this home was perfect for us like the ch- like when good, we good, went good. in there and we looked around and like as it was finished it's like this is what we want it is the design we were looking for it has all of the things we wanted it has all of the like extras that we were looking for and it is in just a fantastic neighborhood and where you know and of all of the houses that we saw either by visiting them or um online, this is the only one that the two of us could agree on, like that we were both <laughs> this is one we definitely wanted so we this is this was a long process, but we're I'm thrilled that now I can move forward in my life again. I feel like I have been uh spinning my wheels for the last six months. Maybe yeah. like this entire year, as we knew we wanted to do this, and then started the process. We started this in like February or something, and now like we can actually move forward again in our lives, um, which we I feel like we've not been able to do for a really long time. So I'm really ha- I'm just so happy to to be in this place. But I am, emo like I can't even describe to you what the po- the past two weeks have been like on a daily basis it was either you are getting the house or you're not getting the house and like every day it was changing it was so horrible and i think that lead up into this is like we haven't had the time to process anything yet yeah but like again i i really i must stress like this is excellent news for us like i know i sound sad right now but like this is just <laughs> This is exactly what we wanted, and this is like the start of another chapter in our lives. And I'm so happy that we're able to do it in this home. But it's just the bandage just been ripped off, and we we need to just like calm down. A bit.
0: Yeah, yeah, I can understand <sighs> that. It, yeah, we were speaking briefly before we started recording, and mm. and some some dear friends of ours are looking to voluntarily, like you. Uh, move locally, like you, um, you know, between different sections of the suburbs of Richmond, and we've been living hi- vicariously through them and through and through you and Adina. And um, with all the respect and love in my heart, I do not want to be doing any of the crap that you guys have to deal with. Because oh man, it's so stressful. Even from the periphery, I'm getting stressed out listening to you and Adina, listening to our friends. Like it is so stressful. And our friends like found their their dream house, and then they put in like a really really aggressive offer on it and then then somebody else put in a more aggressive offer so they lost the dream house and then they were trying to find okay what's the next best thing and then all of a sudden at the last second the dream house was available again because the other offer fell through and now you know sitting here now knock on wood as far as we know they're going to get the dream house which is super exciting but it's like an up and down it's not quite the same up and down that you've been dealing with cuz holy cow you 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 let me in on a little bit of the blow by blow And, and it, it it was intense again, we don't need to go into the details of it, but it was intense. And that's not, that's even leaving aside this whole like chain where, I I mean, you can cut me off whenever you're ready, but I guess there were like 350 houses where, you know, I'm buying your house, you're buying Susie's house, Susie's buying Timmy's house, Timmy's buying John's house. And if any one of those people fell through, like the whole thing collapses and it's just, Oh God, just the thought of it makes me stressed. I'm glad though. I'm glad you're there. I am sad and this is my own fault because I had one opportunity. I, I had my one shot and, and the one opportunity that I got and I blew it, but I had one opportunity to visit the old flat and I, I didn't get a chance to see it. And that was when you were, when you guys were getting married, you were kind enough to have everyone in. And that was the one and only time I could go see a, mm-hmm. another very dear friend of mine. And so I went to, um, to a park with him and his family and I didn't get to see the flat. And And I'm sad that I will have never seen it, even though, you know, a lot of our mutual friends have. And so that is, that is a lot my fault, and I'm very sad about it. But darn it, the whole list family's coming to visit. I don't know when, but we're coming to visit. Not baby. now. Not uh, right now.
1: I would recommend not now.
0: No, not tomorrow. Tomorrow doesn't sound good for you. I mean, if
1: you want to unpack some boxes and come right over, my friend.
0: Hey, if we were local, I would absolutely do that without a shadow of a doubt. But this is a bit of a trip.
1: We've had people offer, but like, I'm just like, no, we're good. Like, because really, it's like, this is the thing where, like, I don't, I don't even know how to, like, well, I don't even know where everything's going to go, so someone came over to help, like, I'm not going to be able to answer the questions that they have.
0: hmm Oh, you're so right. No, but this is super exciting. I, I presume Adina is, you know, feeling similarly, but on yeah, the yeah. grand scheme of things, overjoyed.
1: Exactly the same as me, right? Both super happy, but has these, like, moments of, like, oh, boy, you know, like, what have we do? What have we done? You know, like, and it goes backwards and forwards like that, of, like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. we have this, this is our home. Like we may live here forever, and then it's like, oh, but this thing doesn't switch on, and we can't find out how to switch it on. You know, like, <laughs> and what is gonna, what are we gonna do now? You know, so yeah. we're just, it's just this thing of like realizing how much work you have ahead of you. Sure, right? And hey, you thought you were all done, and turns out you're just beginning. We're just getting started, baby, and so yeah, we'll we'll get there, but we just started.
0: Sitting here now, what is the first minor thing and major thing that you would like to have done? And maybe they won't be done for a while, yeah. but like, uh, is there any minor thing that you might go and do immediately after we stop recording? Or, and, and what is the first major thing whenever you have the time that you want to accomplish?
1: Um, I mean, I'll, I'm not going to count like unpacking, right? Cause that's just like, sure, a, sure, sure, sure. a minor thing. A minor thing, like, I want to go to IKEA and just look around at like some of the smart storage options and, Work out like is there anything you know to put into drawers to help like compartmentalize drawers a bit better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, or, like we have cupboard space, like actual cupboard space, really for the first time ever. Like wardrobes, like long large standing cupboards, and I feel like I want some like plastic containers to put things in to put on the shelves in the in the cupboard, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. and so like that kind of stuff. And then the major thing again depends on major, but the house is kind of like it's it's two floors and the the bottom floor is like a very large open space where it will be a living room, right? TV kind of area and a kitchen mm-hmm. and a dining room and like a loungy kind of area. You put like a couple of chairs in. Like it's the whole bottom floor of the house. And having that decorated uh, is going to be our big, like the, the big thing, I think. Um, like we want to have that. That's where the majority of the effort's going to go into. And so we're going to have to really like plan that one out, and I think that's going to take a while.
0: That's fair. And is there to the to the degree that you're willing to share, is there planning? or are, are you planning to have any dedicated office space? Not to say you're going to you know like, get, mm. like unload Mega Studio or anything like that, but do you plan on dedicated office space in the house?
1: Probably not. Um, there is an office, and Adina will be set up in there at some point, and I might get like a small little desk, but mm-hmm. I haven't used. I d- did not use my desk in our old place really very much at mm. all uh, for the last, I don't know, year or something. I had to record a couple of shows from there recently at home because of the house stuff going on. Mm. And uh, You know, I have like all of my travel gear is at home and will remain at home. So I could set up quickly on a, on Adina's desk if I needed to. Adina seems pretty, like she, she thinks I should, like, she really wants me to have something small set up, but I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to, uh, I don't really want to work at home. And so (laughs) if I don't have a desk, I can't really work at home. I have this whole studio to work and I like that there's the balance of having the two things. Um, like I have the, the home and I have work and things Mm. that are important to each happen in each. So I probably, if I set anything up, it will be small. Um, but I'm not
0: really expecting it to be honest. Uh, yeah, that's fair. Uh, no, either way, it, it's super exciting. Now, selfishly, do you have either copious guest quarters that could fit two adults and two children, or alternatively, some sort of hotel that is reasonably nearby that I don't know, maybe two adults and two children could stay in.
1: I don't know if there's a hotel, but we are going. We have like currently have like a full guest room. It has a double bed in it and. I don't know. Maybe we could put an inflatable bed in the loft for kids. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If, I, if they were like um, Home Alone kind of style, right? Like yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah, get to go yeah, and totally. sleep in the attic with the scary <laughs> furnace, but we
0: don't have one of those, so that's good. Hey, do you have air out of curiosity? No. Uh, I was hoping, since I, I thought this was either renovated or like a new build or something. doesn't so, exist, well, like, baby. I know, I know. Well, did the fl- the flat didn't either, right? Yeah, and new
1: build property still don't. Like my brother oh, I they moved did. into a new build house. He has solar panels on the roof, but no air conditioning because air conditioning is not a thing here.
0: No, I know, I know, I know. But I mm-hmm. thought for some reason I got it in my head that newer stuff you were starting to you know, you, the, the the royal you uh, is is. I thought you were exploring it, and it sounds like I'm wrong about that. Hmm. That's right. You can always retrofit it if you need it because it sounds like that's where we're heading because we're burning the earth, baby.
1: Yeah, I mean we might we might get uh we're thinking of getting a portable unit. That's fair. That we could have and just roll it into the under under the floor cupboard when we're you know at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, people have it. Uh, I know I have a friend who just got uh, air conditioning all set in their house, and they seem very happy with it. And it's they have those war units, you know. Um, I actually have two friends that have the war unit stuff.
0: Yeah, I I would call that a mini split. I'm not sure if that's what you would call it, but yeah, I, I, this is what I tried to convince John to do, and he was extremely upset at mm-hmm. the at the even the recommendation of it. But that's okay.
1: Yeah, Steven has mini splits in his studio too. Oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Exactly,
1: exactly. And I know that David Sparks just put one into Enzo Studios too. So because I was hearing them on, they just did an episode about home automation and MacPowers, which was very helpful for me in my current state. And uh, they keep talking about mini split, mini split, mini split, mini mm-hmm. split, and I didn't know what it meant. And you, and then I had to look it up.
0: Yep, yep. It it's you know a, like a single room air conditioning system as mm-hmm. opposed to. What we would call central air, which is you Yeah, know, you the, got the entire whole HVAC home system right? or whatever. Tubes exactly. Everywhere. Exactly.
1: Yeah. We'll probably do. I mean, I could imagine in the future we might put one of those in, but like it's we don't even know. That house
0: might not, my house might not get hot. I don't know. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, it's worth waiting to see what the situation is. All right, so Mike, I know you're super sleepy. Do you need to take a minute and I don't know, make some <laughs> coffee or something?
1: <laughs> oh boy, did I have a good coffee this morning? And that's because this episode is brought to you by Trey Coffee. I Love drinking great coffee every morning. I'm sure you do too, right? Who, does, who doesn't want a great cup of coffee in the morning? Ignore Casey from this conversation. Casey's my <laughs> dad. Listener, I'm talking to you. Casey, go, you go away. I'm talking to the listener. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. You want to check out Trade Coffee because they make it incredibly easy to get the very best coffee delivered fresh from the finest local roasters around the country. Trade Coffee is a subscription service that makes it so simple for you to discover new coffees and make your best cup of coffee at home every day. No fancy equipment acquired. It is so easy to upgrade your coffee routine with trade. Trade partner with America's best top-rated independent roasters. Top-roasted independent raters. No, top-rated <laughs> independent roasters to send you the coffee you are going to adore. You're going to love it. And it will be sent fresh to your home and on your preferred schedule. Plus, you get to support small local businesses. It's a win-win. What I really love the way that trade works from the roaster side as well. Um, so what happens is you get your coffee sent from the roaster, which I think is such a clever way of doing it. So you're getting it when it's freshest, but trade is facilitating all of that for you. So you, you know, you're on the service and you tell them what you want, and then they will send you the types of coffee that you're looking for. They're going to send you new stuff from new places, but it comes directly from where it's, you know, like from the company themselves. And so it's really great for these small businesses and you also get to try things from all over the place. It's fantastic. Whether you already know what you like or are new to specialty coffees and need some help, Trade makes it incredibly easy and convenient to discover new coffees They'll send you ground coffee or whole beans, however you want to make your coffee at home. So whether you're just getting started or you're a coffee aficionado looking to discover something new, Trade guarantees you're going to love your first bag or they will send you a new one for free. Upgrade your coffee today with Trade Coffee and let them take the guesswork out of finding your perfect cup. Right now, Trade is offering listeners of this show a total of thirty dollars off your subscription, plus free shipping at drinktrade.com/analogue. That's d r i n k t r a d e dot com/analogue for thirty dollars off your your subscription to the best coffees in the country. That is drinktrade.com/analogue. Our thanks to Trade Coffee for their support of this show and all of Relay FM.
0: All right. So briefly, I just wanted to touch on since it's fresh fresh on my mind. uh, Declan is now eight years old. His birthday was uh, just a few days ago as we record. Just a couple of days for Halloween, and then uh, Halloween was last night as we record. Um, And so we had Declan's birthday, his birthday party. We had Halloween, and uh, I just wanted to briefly touch on the fact that my eldest kid is eight. Eight, Michael. Eight years old. I can't handle this. We are we are careening dangerously into double digit territory, and I, I don't know how to handle this. This is not okay. But
1: I nevertheless. There was one. I I was yeah. I saw the pictures that you put up on your Instagram, which were really sweet. Um, I don't know if they were pop. Yeah, that was a post. I think mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. That you put mm-hmm. of his That's birthday, right. which is awesome. Uh, it is weird to me that the that your son's age makes me feel old
0: because <laughs> well, i mean play. we were doing this show before <laughs> he was
1: even born
0: yeah yeah it's wild that is right unbelievable yeah were we it's, doing it's this show before Aaron was pregnant no no we because it was august 14th, okay right, i believe i couldn't remember and...
1: like yeah, that yeah that makes sense actually because this show will be kind of just turn eight
0: right yeah, mm-hmm. yeah exactly so yeah. So we, we we beat Declan by we were the show was born just a couple of months before Declan, but although that being said the the premise of the show, was a year or two older than that so yeah i don't know the, the, the show was conceived from interesting phrasing there but the show was conceived prior to uh prior to declan i guess you could say uh to really just turn this in a terrible just direction but nevertheless uh yeah so he's eight when um, two is, podcasters
1: it, love each other very, very
0: much very much very very much and they have an idea and that mm. idea can blossom or sprout even into into a podcast oh, uh, sprout. but no uh, Mm-hmm, Have you remember? ever told
1: him that you had that nickname for him?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. As a matter of fact, uh, Andre uh, got a fracture printed of the sprout emoji, which yeah. still hangs in his bedroom, which was very kind of him. Um and I believe if memory serves underscore had a onesie printed with a with a sprout Do emoji. Do you ever call him that? Uh, every great great once in a while, just for grins. Like, and he he likes it, he laughs about it. That's Sometimes he'll that. self-refer that You've way. You gotta keep you know?
1: that one locked in the chamber for when he first brings a partner home. Yep,
0: yep, yep. And yep, then
1: yeah, yep. <laughs> like how was your day, Sprout? <laughs> I see that. that one
0: is killing. Yeah, that's true. You
1: know, like as I get older, I realize that everything my parents did to me, they were doing for their own fun.
0: Uh, yes, right. L- that that is true. Like I realized that I troll my children. Yes. way more than is probably healthy and certainly. Oh, 100%. percent.
1: You're the worst in the best way. <laughs> right, like, yeah, just imagine like, I get so much of you. I can't even imagine what they must be getting. Uh, actually, you know, who I feel worse for Erin because you one hundred percent must be worse of Erin than of anyone. Oh, she's around you all the time. She's the adult, you know.
0: Yep. Oh, it's a miracle that we have lasted uh, fifteen years married and seventeen mm-hmm. years together. Actually, we're almost eighteen years together, uh, and it is a miracle she lasted more than eighteen minutes, much less months or years. But, uh, yep. but anyway, uh, no, it's it's just been wild. You know, the last couple of years, particularly, because we kind of got, I don't know if it's a reset, a pause, uh, something, you know, from 2020 to uh, 2022, when everything just kind of slowed, it didn't really stop, but it didn't really go at the same speed you're used to. And everything just was just was weird, right? Mm-hmm. And now, you know, since the beginning of the school year, and I think we've talked about this on the show, but since the beginning of the school year, he's been back in school Um, he's been mask free and knock on wood we somehow have survived without contracting anything but a cold Um, you haven't got COVID yet have you no no and well well, not knowingly there's been a handful of times where it's like well maybe including a couple before tests were really prevalent so we didn't Mm. really have an ability to test but to the best of my knowledge no I don't think any of us have Um, and so that's a little weird. And and I would, was telling Aaron and everyone who would listen before school started that if we made it past September before all of us coming down with it, I would be flabbergasted. And right now we're at the end of October and it hasn't happened quite yet. So, I mean, I'm sure it's going to come for us at some point, but, um, but yeah, so he's in school mask free. He's loving life. He's riding the school bus for the first time. Um, which, you know, we didn't, we picked him up and dropped him off at school last year. Uh, now he's riding the bus and he, it's, it's very funny. He appears to be kind of, to some degree, the big man on campus. Um, he'll tell us not in a like, Hey guys, tell, let me tell you what happened today. It's not that at all. It's like, you know, it was weird today. I was in the hall and somebody said, hi Declan to me. And I didn't know who they were. And I just find this to be the funniest thing. Cause like, I don't think he's, a a, a a exceedingly unique kid and i don't mean that dismissively it's just like there's nothing about him that's like oh of course everyone knows Declan. he's 34 feet tall you know yeah, or something yeah, like yeah. that or whatever the case may be but i don't know it just seems to me like he's just kind of the big man on campus and it's just the funniest thing and uh right before his birthday um the the, the school and I, I don't think this is unique to his school but they have this program called Watch Dogs, which is Dads of Great Students, D O G S. Uh, and so the idea is, you know, dads or granddads will have. You. Part? I guess just to be there watching the kids. I don't know. It's a fair watch question. Dads of Great Students? Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> you watch so wait, the dads. Is so, wait, that, who's watching the dads? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is no, it it's you? Just, I, Do you watch the dads? I, I, I watch the dads that, that come Who in. That's what it is. No. Dads the Watchmen. Yeah, right. well done. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, in any case. So oh, there's this acronyms, man. They're just <laughs> the worst. There's nothing better. Uh, but yeah, so the idea is, you know, a dad can go in for uh, you know most of the day and just kind of hang out and help out around the school. And so I got to do that. And I was in his class for a little bit. And I, was, you know, I had lunch with him. And Aaron was kind enough not only to come in, but to bring him and me and, and her lunch. And so the three of us had lunch together in the cafeteria. And it was... Well, first of all, returning to an elementary school, or I I believe you would call it a primary school, returning to an elementary school, you know, 30 years on or whatever, uh, is, is quite an experience because in so many ways, you know, it's same as it ever was. And then in so many ways, it's so different. Um, but nevertheless, it's just wild watching him in his element, doing his thing where I'm the intruder. You know what I mean? Like in, in so much of my life that I share with Declan he's kind of the intruder. And I don't, again, I don't mean that dismissively. It's just that it was my world and then we brought him into it and now it's our world, but it was my world first. Well, my world has never been his elementary school, right? That's always been his world. And it's so it's so wild to be a, a, a visitor in his world. Yeah. And it's you so got funny. You to
1: see, I guess, a little bit more of who he is without you.
0: Exactly. Well put, I always well put. find
1: that fascinating with like children in my family um, or like sometimes my brother will like share with me things that my nephew has said with his friends or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Like they have a, 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 I'm not making any comment on this. I'm just saying that this is what happens. So my, my nephew is 10 mm-hmm. and he has a phone, but the agreement mm-hmm. is that dad can look at his phone every now and then to make sure everything's okay. Right. Right? right? You Make your own decisions about that. Like, this is, um, this is not one to bring this up for. It's just for the sake of saying that sometimes he will see a message on the phone that he thinks is very funny and he mm-hmm. will ask the, his son if he can share it with, like, me or whatever. It's mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. a funny thing. Like, that he made a funny joke or whatever, right? With his friends. Sure. And like, and I see that, and I'm like, who is this kid?
0: Right. <laughs> because when right? I text him,
1: he just doesn't. Seems like he just doesn't have anything to say to me. Mm-hmm. Like I think one year I was like, oh, happy birthday, mate. Hope you have a great day. It's like, thanks. I'm like, okay, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but with his sure. friends, he's like cracking jokes left and right. You know, it's just yep. like, yep. So it's like, you know, it's just stuff like that. It's just, I guess you get to see him in these environments like a little bit more as the person that he is. Mm-hmm. As opposed
0: to just it's, it's as opposed your to family, you know, just life. my kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It, and it's so wild. And it was it was super fun. And um, and I don't know. It's just at eight. I mean, Michaela at, at nearly five is very much her own person. Is very much a human being. You know, is very much got a personality and so on and so forth. But here again, when you get to see it in terms of the interaction with his peer group, it's really wild to witness. You know, I got to witness him on the playground and like interacting and playing with his friends. And of course he has friends over from time to time and I'll see that to some degree, but it's just different when it's in his space. And so it's just, it's funny looking at him being kind of the big man on campus because I like, I I don't remember how it was in elementary school for me. It was so darn long ago, but like in high school, I, I was, I, I was relatively popular within an extremely small circle, right? Like I had in in our little clique, I was pretty well liked. But in the broader sk- scheme, I was a nerd, just like all my nerd friends. You know, nobody cared about me. And he, I don't know if he's slotted himself into a particular identity yet. I don't think most elementary school kids have, but he definitely seems like a maybe not popular, but but well liked and and, and I don't know, interesting uh, and person in his class. I don't know if that's really the right word I'm looking for, but it just, it's funny watching it and it's, it's wild. It's, it's cr- incredibly cool and odd to see that going down. And so, yeah, so for his eighth birthday, um, he, uh, we were expecting him to want to go and do activities and this and that and the other thing. And, uh, he just wanted to stay home, uh, for the most part, you know, we, he chose breakfast, which was Dunkin' Donuts. He chose lunch which is McDonald's because, of course, it is because the both of my kids love McDonald's more than anything in the world.
1: What do they like about McDonald's? I mean, intrigued. Uh,
0: I think they like the food, which, I mean, honestly, I don't think McDonald's is particularly bad. I like McDonald's.
1: I'm not eating it all the time. Like, I know what I'm getting when I'm going there. But exactly. if I have a choice for fast food, like that kind of fast food, I'm choosing McDonald's. I mean, like, if I'm going to choose, like a, like, a fast food burger or whatever, like, I would obviously get, like, Shake Shack. you know or Uh, whatever mm. more than that but like that kind of like large chain like Mm -hmm. if i have my options are like pizza hut kfc taco bell which is they're appearing more and more here burger king mcdonald's mcdonald's every single time every time
0: Uh, see i think for me i would choose wendy's which i don't know if you have over there because wendy's to me is a better we've had wendy's and i'm not well Oh, that's fine. That's fine. But I, I like McDonald's. I, again, mm-hmm. I wouldn't seek it out. I actually quite like McDonald's breakfast, and I think their lunch and dinners good, but, you know, unremarkable. But anyways, uh, I think they love the food. Obviously, the Happy Meal is a big thing, especially, oh, my great Googly Moogly. A month or so ago, they were doing Pokemon cards as the Happy Meal treat, um, and holy Jamoles, our kids every day. Oh, my God. We haven't followed up. Did you play Pokemon Let's Go with him yet? No, not oh, yet. No, we, we have, I know, but we're still playing Pokemon Go, and he actually... Right. Uh, Quick aside, so a a good friend of mine locally has a couple of kids that are a little bit older than my kids, and he had a Pokemon Battle Academy, which I'll explain in a second, and lent it to us. And what this is, is it's three pre-built decks of Pokemon cards. So not just just a random assortment, it's like pre-built actual decks, and like a little game board that you can use and put the cards on, and instructions on how to play the game. And for two of the decks... It, the, literally the cards are numbered and they tell you put the first card first the second card second so on and wow. so forth and then you have an instruction manual that says okay you're going to play the yellow deck you know, the Pikachu deck against the Charizard or, or Charmander or whatever deck and the, for the first move the Pikachu person will see this and you're going to do this and then the Charizard deck you're going to do this, this and is do that
1: genius it is amazing because you can also then just use those to play a game
0: Right, like exactly right. Once you, you, these are like decks that you now have where you Precisely. can just play these cards. Exactly right. I couldn't recommend this enough. If you have any interest in the Pokemon card game, now for Declan, he's mostly just interested in collecting and trading and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So it didn't. It. I think he likes the game, but it's not the primary thing to him. But it was an ingenious, incredible way to to learn the game. And granted, they 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 seem to fluff over a couple of the more intricate details, but. For the broad strokes of the game, it's amazing. And as someone who played Magic the Gathering many, 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 many years ago, and I know enough to know that Magic has gotten ridiculously complicated since I've played it, I can only imagine how unapproachable Magic the Gathering is. And certainly the Pokemon trading card game seemed pretty unapproachable to me, even with that history. Mm. And within one round... I got the broad strokes of the game down pat, of the of the Pokemon game down mm-hmm. pat, which was really awesome. So, and the, and the other, and the other thing is, it's only like twenty or thirty or forty bucks or something like that. Whatever it was, it was considerably less money than I expected. And so, I don't know how I brought this up, but one way, oh, the Pokemon at McDonald's. So yeah, the the McDonald's was doing uh, Pokemon cards in their Happy Meal, and of course the kids went nuts for that. Um, but they just love McDonald's. One of the McDonald's near us has a play area, which we've recently mm-hmm. started letting them play in again. so that's of course exciting and fun. Um, because uh, quick aside, we're starting to actually eat indoors from time to time, which is a big deal for the List family because we hadn't done that for two and a half years. Um, and so that's been interesting and exciting. But uh, so he we went out to eat at McDonald's at the play area one, and then he wanted uh, for dinner, he wanted us to bring in. and I was so proud. I almost shed a tear wanted us to have sushi for dinner and i was overjoyed excuse now, me yes i know right now his sushi repertoire is as follows i hope you have a lot of time because it's going to take a while california rolls
1: california that's rolls <laughs> are the avocado
0: it's avocado and like imitation crab occasionally real crab but it's avocado okay. crab um i think there's something else in there i forget what else it's like the it's like the salmon uh yeah. well that's a port that's I mean, port. I the avocado gonna, rolls just like yeah yeah.
1: I'm a big vegetarian sushi fan because Uh, I I love it like I just love vegetarian sushi because and I'm getting better at eating fish I didn't really eat a lot of fish growing up and like you know I like something nice tuna related and and I'm Mm -hmm. trying more so like when we go to sushi places like Idina will get loads of fish stuff and I will try lots of things and see the stuff that I like and don't like but it's really easy for me to be like I'm going to get vegetarian sushi because I adore vegetarian sushi I do also have a a uh, slight shellfish allergy, so oh, I have to yikes. be somewhat careful about what I get. So sometimes I just go with the vegetarian brunch because it's easier. I'm not going to find myself in a thing. And yeah, I just I love it. But yeah, that's yeah. super cool that you that you chose that. Yeah,
0: isn't, isn't it awesome? So uh, so we got uh we got a uh, to go order from a place in downtown Richmond that I really love. And honestly, it was a bit disappointing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it's um it's a place called Sticky Rice and. They they typically we have a great experience there, um, but this time I don't know it it was not great. But that's you know what are you gonna do? But he had his California roll which he loved. Um, speaking of vegetarian sushi, something that may or may not have ever crossed the pond, but I really enjoy is um, a sweet potato roll, which is typically served warm, which is a little unusual. But um, there it's uh, typically it's like sweet potato and like some sort of drizzle on it that's super super good. Huh. Um, so try that if you ever see it on a menu, uh, but it's very tasty, but yeah, so his birthday was very mellow. And then the day after, which was, uh, this past Sunday as we record, uh, we had, uh, six of his friends over and a couple of the friends' siblings and we got, uh, we rented a big bounce house, which, I, I'm not going to post the picture publicly, because, you know, don't be creepy, but uh, remind me, Mike, and I'll send you a picture of this thing. But it's like the most American ridiculous bounce house, not because it's red, white, and blue, but because it was like enormous. Like, you know, it's like the Texas of bounce houses in that everything's bigger, right? And so yeah, this enormous bounce house and he was having the time of his life and, and the weather was really great, which right. we were concerned about. And so uh, it, for, for, the, for a little while there, for the last couple of days, things have felt really super duper normal, which is an incredibly refreshing, awesome feeling. And so- he seems to have really enjoyed it. And then uh, very briefly, we had Halloween. I will give you one guess what Declan dressed as for Halloween. Pikachu. In the, Incredibly, you are spot on. Yes. He dressed as Pikachu in a, in a uh, very mediocre costume, but it was the best Aaron could find. And she looked, boy, did she look. Uh, huh. But nevertheless, uh, he dressed as Pikachu had the time of his life. Uh, it, coincidentally, both he and Michaela really, really, really wanted to hand out candy when we got back home. And they were like, standing at the end of the driveway, like calling out to any kid. They could see candy. We've got candy, candy here. Come get your candy. It was hilarious. Uh, I didn't know why I am still not sure why they were so, in, so enthused with handing out she the candy, love, but I'm here know. for it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I thought that was awesome. Uh, Michaela for the record was Isabella from Encanto, not Mirabelle, the star of Encanto, but the, uh, the allegedly perfect one, Isabella. Um, and she was very cute in her, uh, you know, purple dress with her flowers everywhere. And, uh, it was adorable. So
1: Oh, I remember. Yeah, the one. Yeah, the, I remember this. Mm-hmm. She like yeah. comes down. Like she has flowers that like, she can control yep, yep, the yep, flowers, yep.
0: right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, and so, Encanto has fizzled a little bit in our house, but particularly when we first started watching it. Oh, Nelly, it was all Encanto all the time. Which, to be honest, the music is again. pretty good, so I I, I, I'm not complaining. But it's been uh, it's, as you've been suffering, Mike. Okay. <laughs> and I'm sorry to hear it. Uh, it's been a pretty good, you know, handful hey, of days in this household. So life moves in cycles. Yep, it definitely does. And uh, and speaking of cycling, you know, cycling is one way you can exercise, but there's even better ways, I hear. Interesting.
1: This episode is brought to you by <laughs> FitBot. Between balancing work and family and everything else you've got going on in your life, which I can really empathize with right now, it can be sometimes really hard to make fitness a priority. And to make something like a stick, like when I'm going through what I'm going through right now, like an absolute upheaval in my life, it can be really easy to let fitness go by the wayside. But when you have a program that works for you, when you have something that's customized to you, that feels like it's really just for you, that's when it's going to stick because you understand because like, and this is what FitBod does, right? They use their really smart app, their incredible algorithm to tailor something to meet you and to make sure that it's focusing on you to keep things fresh. They make sure they're mixing up what muscle groups you're working on so nothing's overworked and you're feeling good from these exercises. That's when you're going to be like way more likely. And it's just so easy to keep it as part of your routine no matter what because it's just part of what you do. And that's what I have found at FitBod. One of my biggest things was thinking that I had to stack up and compare against other people. That shouldn't be what personal fitness is about. It's in the title, title, right? Personal. It's your fitness. Don't look at what other people are doing. You need something that will work for you. That's when it sticks. And that's why FitBod uses data to create and adjust your dynamic fitness plan that you have instant access to in their fantastic app, which has these really great HD video tutorials so you see how every exercise is performed. Then you can make progress on your goals anywhere anytime. I love that it integrates with my Apple Watch and Apple Health, but it also integrates with Wear OS smartwatches, apps like Strava, Fitbit, and others. It's super simple to use, and it can be very much integrated into your overall health picture. Fitbot tracks your muscle recovery. They balance things out, and they learn from your last workout, so your next will be even better, whether you work out multiple times a day or multiple times a week. Personalized training of this quality can be expensive, but Fitbod is just twelve ninety nine a month or seventy nine ninety nine a year. But you can get twenty five percent off your membership by signing up at Fitbod.me/analog. That is Fitbod.me/analog to go now and get your customized fitness plan and get twenty five percent off your membership. That's Fitbod. F-I-T-B-O-D.me/analog for that twenty five percent off. A thanks to Fitbod for their support of this show and Relay FM.
0: Real quick. Real You've quick. made a late-breaking addition to the show Real notes. And I am quick. genuinely so glad you did because this is hilarious. The NASCAR thing, the NASCAR thing. I feel like people
1: <laughs> must be aware of what this is now, but I if hope. you're not, there is a driver. Uh, what is this? What is the driver's name?
0: Shoot, I don't even remember. I don't now, really but... know
1: much about this other than the fact that I have seen the video. Right, and the yes. video is a NASCAR driver. Who was like I don't know a few places back or something, and he needed to finish higher in the the order, I believe, right, to to get into a championship contention or something. I don't, I don't think the particulars are that important. Just it was very important for him to be able to get further
0: into the uh, competition. So what he did was well, so it's the last lap of the race. This is the last race before... Apparently, NASCAR has playoffs. I also know almost nothing about NASCAR. Okay. Uh, apparently, yeah. apparently, NASCAR has playoffs where, or some sort of championship wherein, if my understanding is correct, a subset of the drivers are the only ones that do the, the last like few races or something like that. Again, I probably have it wrong. It doesn't matter if I do. But one way yeah, or another... The particulars it, are not important to talk about. Right. This, feel like. So we're on the last lap, and it is critical that this driver, whose name still escapes me, um, it has to be in like the top five or thereabouts... And he was in like 10th place or something like that coming up to the final turn. Mm-hmm. And so at this point, uh-huh. what are you going to do?
1: Well, this is the thing, which honestly, I'm surprised this seems to have, his
0: name is Ross Chastain. Yes, thank you. There you go. Mm-hmm.
1: And, I mean, I don't know, we'll get to why in a minute that this isn't the case, but it would surprise me that he's the first
0: person to do this, to be honest. Well, well apparently he wasn't. Uh, we I have oh. later learned I have later learned that this has been attempted. And we'll explain what we're talking about here in a second. But this has apparently been attempted in the past. But I guess it has never really successfully been what? accomplished, right? It, or it I hasn't the worked. Wall's the past.
1: So basically, he floors the car, drives into the wall, and just basically Rides just the skids the whole way around the wall at full pelt. And that right. speed <laughs> allows him to overtake like seven other people and gets to where he needs to be. Now, if one of the reasons people don't do this, because I saw an interview of him afterwards, you could very easily kill yourself.
0: Yeah, it, it is extremely dangerous.
1: If the wall isn't completely straight, like he's going into that head on. Like he, The, the wild thing about this is he, he can watch this. I'll find the, the, the post-race interview he did, and I'll put that in the show notes too. The wild thing about this is he, one hundred percent knew that he was risking his life in that moment.
0: Yeah, and yeah, did it anyway, which is yeah, bananas, right? Yep. No, it's absolutely nuts. And and I, somebody did the math because they knew approximately how fast he was going within like ten or twenty miles an hour. They knew the radius of the turn, and they computed that he was pulling something like five Gs as he's going around this turn. Because, again, what he decides is he's just going to stand on the gas in fifth, which is their top gear, I believe, fifth gear, and just ride with the passenger side against the wall and have the wall keep him on the track. So he goes full send. It's not like he impacts the wall at full send. He, you know, drifts over into the wall at full send and just holds it, just stands on the gas as he's riding around the track against the wall. And they show the in-car footage, pieces of car flying off. And of course, you know, that's extremely dangerous because they're flying off into what? The rest of the drivers on the track, like. In a lot of ways we probably shouldn't celebrate this, but I'm not oh celebrating my it. Goodness. Like I'm just I'm it just is. talking about it. Like <laughs> it I just is. wanted Still, to know what amazing. you
1: thought. Uh, like I think I saw uh, uh, Will Buxton tweet mm-hmm. about this. Yep, like, you did. You did. Where someone I wanna find the exact tweet. It's just like, this is the most unsportsmanlike thing. And like a disgust, the most disgusting thing I've ever seen, but I'm obsessed <laughs> by it. <laughs> right, it's so true. Like if something so, someone said to him, and that, yeah. I think I kind of agree, like, this yep, is yep, yep. not a good thing that this guy did. Like, did not do a good thing here, because it's kind of making, it kind of makes fun of the sport in a way that people <laughs> think it always is, right? Yeah. like. That's, yeah, I've it's never so seen such a disgusting and sportsman like thing. I love so much. As Elias Johnson on Twitter said that. And I completely agree with that idea. Because it's like, it kind of makes fun of NASCAR in a way. Like, that you could win a race doing this. Uh, and it kind of feels like it's something that people shouldn't do this. Like, it doesn't seem like it should happen because it kind of doesn't really feel sports person like and also is so dangerous. But like just seeing it happen, like that is just
0: wild. Like it's just a wild thing that happened, but bad, a yeah. bad. No, it, it's it, it. I mean, I think it's hilarious. Like obviously, it shouldn't be allowed because it's dangerous. It's dangerous to the driver. It's dangerous to other drivers in so many ways. It was bad, but I thought it was amazing and hilarious. And so somebody. Uh the bogeyman, or the boogeyman, excuse me, or the boogie mern on Twitter. I don't know somebody on Twitter. It doesn't matter. Some nobody on Twitter, but I thought
1: name is mern, so their Halloween name is the boogeyman. Ah,
0: right. Thank you. I, I hate Halloween, Halloween Twitter makes. so much. It's just such ah, a nightmare. I hate them so much. Anyway, uh, non NASCAR fans laughing my butt off. That ruled. F1 drivers, laughing my butt off, that ruled. NASCAR fans, that ruled. Never let them do it again. Yeah. NASCAR <laughs> drivers, this is a dark day for the sport. That and just, that's perfect, right? That perfectly so perfect. encapsulates it. Right? Because F1 it's drivers so, have all been like, this is how it came
1: into our world. Because everyone in the F1 yeah. world is like, wow, this is crazy. Can you imagine? Because <laughs> right? you can't do... If you even go near a wall, and an F1 car, F car, car explodes into a thousand yeah, pretty much. pieces, yeah, right? yeah, exactly. But like exactly. these NASCARs, they
0: can just like full send straight into a, <laughs> what should kill them
1: unbelievable
0: oh uh, if you haven't watched the video like it's it it's 30 seconds it's in the nuts. Even, but it's yeah, yeah oh it's, it's in the so good it's, it's so like it, it is preposterous and again i don't mean to laugh at how dangerous it was and how ridiculous yeah. it was but yeah. i can you can't help it's just, just an incredible so thing to see right <laughs> it's like so it bananas.
1: is absolutely unbelievable thing to see uh in the sense of like i cannot believe it in the sense mm-hmm. of Let's take our final break and we'll do a couple of recommendations and finish out today's episode. I'd like to thank Hover for their support of this episode of Analog. Have you ever thought about starting your own business or creating a brand? What about sharing your wealth of knowledge in your expert area with the world or using your years of experience to create something for yourself? Hover wants to help you take that first step in getting your ideas off the ground. If you have a brand that you've always dreamt of building, or a business that you want to take online, the first step is finding a domain name. Hover makes this incredibly simple with a clear and straightforward user experience, a suite of easy-to-use tools, and truly amazing support from real, friendly humans. It's never too late to step up to the plate and share what you have to offer. Getting online has helped thousands of people around the world reach new heights with their businesses. In addition to the classics like .coms, you can also get extensions like .shop, .tech, and .art. And with over 400 more to choose from, you'll be able to find the perfect domain for your business, one that's memorable, relevant, and boosts your brand. What I love about all the TODs that hover have available is sometimes I might be looking for a certain word or phrase as a domain, and they'll recommend some options to me, like, would you like to try .this or .this? And sometimes it actually just like works perfectly. Like the, the end of the domain is the exact like tod, that's available like the end, the end of the word that I want there's a dot something for it like oh so good they show you tons of options <laughs> makes it really easy for you to check out the ones that you want you can buy a domain set up custom email boxes point it to your website it all just takes a few clicks if you ever run into trouble help is just a phone call or a chat away with secure, simple, and reliable, Hover is a trusted and popular choice amongst millions of people launching any kind of brand or business. And it's why I personally have been using them—I think for over ten years now. If you're ready to get your idea off the ground with the perfect domain name, go to hover.com/analogue and you'll get ten percent of your first Hover purchase. That's hover.com/analogue for ten percent off. And well, thanks to Hover for their support of this show and Relay FM.
0: All right, so some quick recommendations. Oh, I'm going to make this fast. Uh, just yesterday, as we record on Halloween. Uh, was the five-year anniversary, which I was not aware of, of Mute Math's final show. Um, Mute Math did, kind of folded right after the 2017 tour. And the, the lead of Mute Math, and the, uh, Paul, who's their keyboardist and lead singer, who has kind of taken ownership of the name Mute Math for his own stuff. But anyways, he posted a subset of that concert as a video on YouTube. And it's just a stationary camera from like halfway back in the crowd. But the audio is really solid. Um, and so, when you're, you know, in in the desert of no mute, new mute math material because there really isn't a mute math anymore, uh, this was a cold glass water. And so, if you wanted an hour of mute math on their final tour with a completely different ry- rhythm section because the drummer and bassist had both left at this point, uh, it's worth watching. Uh, it's it's still really good despite the fact that they don't have, um, you know, the rhythm section that I I love so much. Uh, very quickly, Upgrade is a new book by the author Blake Crouch. I've probably talked about him in the past. He's um, sending my lawyer after him. Yeah, I know, right? I'm sorry. You'll copyright Jason Snell and Mike Hurley, but anyways, I think it's like one of these, like Best Buy or
1: something or something like. that. They have a thing called Upgrade Plus now, which is hilarious. It's just like a, <laughs> an annual upgrade program for technology, of and it's called Upgrade of Plus. It's just very funny.
0: Anyway, uh, Upgrade. I love the story uh, on on the whole, but the last like ten, fifteen pages, but actually probably even like five pages, were just incredible, and so. Uh, it's a pretty quick read, not terribly long. I really enjoy that. Also, there's a new uh, Mitch Rapp book. This is a this is a character in this series that was originated by Vince Flynn, and then he passed away. And um, Kyle Mills, who I guess was either writing or ghostwriting for Tom Clancy, has taken over the series. This particular book was good, not great, but uh, it, it's a really, really great series. This is Mitch Rapp, R-A-P-P is the name of the series by Kyle Mills and Vince Flynn. All worth your time. Two books and a concert video. Check them out.
1: Do you still listen to the Mute Math stuff, the new stuff, or no?
0: Well, I mean, there isn't really any new stuff because he said the guy had
1: taken it over and he's for his own Oh, well,
0: so I'm sorry. Yes. Well, he's released like a song or two here or there, and he seems to be. And it's called Mute Math? Yeah, I think like he's still kind of trading on the name, and I think I'm okay with that because it was him and the drummer that were kind of the the originators, but it's a little bit weird. Um, Mm. The stuff he's come out with, I have very much enjoyed. Uh, and when, maybe another time we're going to talk about about that because he's been involved with 21 Pilots who I've been getting more and more into over time and we'll talk about that another day but um, but yeah I mean the stuff I've, I've heard I've enjoyed but it's there's been very very little of it okay
1: what do you got? Marvel Snap baby I've not even heard of this you haven't heard of it or you have? no no I have not
0: I have no idea what this is
1: it is a new game uh, on iOS uh, it's available on the Mac if you have an Apple Silicon Mac I think it's on Android too. It's a uh, trading card game, like Pokemon.
0: Oh, oh,
1: interesting. And it is so good. It's so good. It's unbelievably good. It is absolutely fantastic. Like, have you ever heard of Hearthstone, the game Hearthstone?
0: Yes, I've never played it, but I've definitely heard of it. It seemed like Magic the Gathering, but not.
1: Yeah, and so some of the people who made Hearthstone created a company, and then Marvel hired them to make this game. Oh, that's cool. I cannot recommend this enough. It is like the, the the game itself is very simple um, in like how you play the, the card game, but then there's all like the layers you can put on top. But like the basics are, right? Like a card costs this amount and has this amount of damage. Like that's kind of mm-hmm. it. And then mm-hmm. some cards have special abilities that give them a boost. But it's not like with some trading card games where you're like stacking things together and like you're going to choose this move rather than that move. But it's got a lot of like Typical trading card game stuff. It's free to play game. Um, th- but the money part is basically all cosmetics, which is great. So you don't it's not it's what's called play to win. You can't buy more powerful cards. Oh, that's cool. Right? You just earn more powerful cards by playing. I gotcha. you. Mm-hmm. It has a really great tutorial, which lasts for like a multiple games where you're playing bots. And then you, as you start to go through the tutorial, you start playing real people. There are always bots as well. Like it, They want you to be able to play a game immediately. So if no one's available for matching, they'll play you against a bot, but the bots get more difficult. Um, and there's also like, once you start understanding the game, there are like these different strategies that you can play. And the music is fantastic. The visuals are incredible. Like the 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 art styles of the cards and there are multiple like art variant styles for each card. Um, I think there's over like a thousand cards or something I think I heard and they're still adding more. Um, It is absolutely fantastic. I'm playing it every day and I adore this video game. Uh, I put an article in the show notes from Polygon which kind of explains a little bit about Marvel Snap, what it is, how to play it. But I actually don't even, if you're interested at all, I don't actually recommend reading the article because the game's tutorial is so simple and like so easy to follow. I'm not even really sure it's necessary. Like, if you think either A, if you like Marvel stuff at all, you should try it, right? Because it's just a fun Marvel thing. Or if you like any kind of like uh, card game kind of thing, give it a go. Super good, very easy, very approachable. Um, you don't need any experience with games like Hearthstone. I've never played anything like this. I usually stay away from from card games, like trading card mm-hmm. games, because mm-hmm. I'm just like not an area that I've ever really focused on. So I've never wanted to get into one. But now I'm like, would I like Magic the Gathering? Right? Because no, now now I'm no. I'm playing this one. I'm like, hmm, maybe I want more challenge. So I don't know. But this no, this game gosh. is like stupendously good. Uh big recommendation for Marvel Snap. I want you to try it out, Casey. I think you might like it, man. It's a lot of fun. It really is a lot of fun. Very simple. The games last about three minutes. Oh, now you're speaking my language. There's a time limit on each round. So ah, smart. Perfect. So yep. you have like a limited amount of time to play each round. And then it just, if you haven't played it, it just continues to move on. And I think it's between three to four minutes per game.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Oh, I'll have to check it out. That's, yeah. that, that's love incredible.
1: Love it. Really love this video game. It's so good.
0: Yeah, so you heard it here first, listeners. Next episode of Cortex is Gray teaches Mike Magic at the Gathering.
1: Don't want I don't think I want him to know.
0: <laughs> don't tell him then. Yeah. Don't be don't be that person. This is our this is our safe space for Mike and me. Yeah. That's why we like that's why we invite you all in, because it's a safe space. I
1: don't think I've got the
0: time for that. Yeah, don't be talking to Gray about this.
1: Actually, I probably could tell him now. Because, like, Cortex is set for the rest of the year, episode wise. Oh, that's true. So I'm going to just tell him now, and then we just can't do nothing oh, about man. it for like two months. That's,
0: that's the test. That's that might test. be it. That might be oh, the way to might do it. Oh, that might be worth it just to see what he says. Like, oh, you know, I was thinking about playing Magic the Gathering, and I was thinking maybe we could do that. You know, you could teach me on the show and then watch his reaction and see what he says. See if he's willing to sacrifice the end of the year of Cortex for uh, Magic the Gathering. Because if you ask me, it's a possibility. Oh, my goodness. That's very funny.